When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 6, Kin, is over, but we are just getting started here on the Post Show Recaps First Play podcast. Uh, I mean, we're not really getting started at this point. We're in it. We're in it, Jess. <laughs> yeah. We're in it. I think we're, I mean, based on uh, how far we are into the show, I'm going to assume we're about halfway through this game at this point. Um, and we're, we've made it, to, you know, the, the destination, we've made it to the destination seemingly, um, in Wyoming to see Tommy yeah. and, and yeah. uh, spoiler alert, we're not done. No game doesn't end here. <laughs> we, we managed to travel across the majority of the country, uh, in the course of one, one chapter of game at least. Yeah. Uh, but we still have further to go. Yes, a lot further to go here because, uh, we have to go see the fireflies. And then, of course, as is usually the case, they are not where they're supposed to be. Um, but the good news is we have a horse now. 
That was not on my bingo card for the zombie apocalypse game to be uh, riding a a horse, horse, I have to say. Um, I like I like having a horse callous. It's like having a pet, um, which I'm with Joel. That's a stupid name. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know where she I want to know the origins of callous. Like, is it from one of the comic books that Ellie reads a lot? Like, where does the name callous come from? Is it from her joke book? I like it. Yeah. Although but it's not even spelled like like a callus that you would get like on your hand, so I really don't know. Yeah, it's just maybe this is like a new agey thing, right? Like maybe this is a future name. <laughs> a new agey thing. <laughs> In the future, callus is as common as Michael or Joseph. Sure. <laughs> it uh doesn't seem that way, but uh maybe Never know. You never know. But yeah, we have so, a horse. We get a new gun, Zed, which is probably the more exciting of the two oh, things. Oh, I they gave me a short barreled gun with a sight, and I could not be happier. And the name of it too, El Diablo. El Diablo. Yeah, I'm a big fan of El Diablo. I've also started yeah. using the shorty a lot. Shorty's uh, great. Yeah. I've been really diversifying my uh my firearm usage in this in this last week in a really satisfying way. I've um, been having to because now that I am on normal mode, um, I don't get as much loot everywhere I go. And so I'm forced to use every gun at my disposal because I run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, it's like what do I have ammo for? That's what I'll be using. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am perpetually checking every single uh, corpse I create to see if there are any boxes of ammo lying yeah. around. As as uh, you know, dead bodies tend to have. They just uh, expel boxes of armor, or boxes of armor, boxes of ammo for you. Even uh, even infected, they just have some ammo lying around that on them. It makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes no sense. But thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, but we love it. We we welcome it um, all the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, have Has Ellie uh, created a magic med kit for you yet? No, I've seen that. I've seen her do it multiple times for you. And I, I think the problem is I am um, of the mindset of like, always be prepared. And I always have like three of everything if I can. Uh-huh. Um, and I, as soon as I get enough supplies to make like all of that, I do it because I want to have them on hand in case I need them. Because I hate when I'm in combat and I have to like stop down and make something. I just want to be yeah. able to have to heal myself in combat. I, uh, you might still be riding a little high off of your your easy Probably. mode supply stash because I don't think I ever had enough supplies to have three med kits and three Molotov cocktails. So that's yeah. why I always have one of each. But then you never know which you're going to need more in a situation. Yeah. So I try to leave. Uh, I mean, obviously, if I'm full up on alcohol and wipes, then I will use them. Yes. But. You never know when you're going to get more and you never know which thing you're going to need in this situation. So I try to leave my supplies flexible until they are required for use. Yeah, I agree. I think I am still riding off of the easy mode high of just having uh, more stuff at my disposal. Um, but but we're we're in Wyoming now. Um, if people haven't already, go subscribe. PosherRecups.com slash Lou. L-O-U um and uh and you could rate us you know five stars we appreciate it. it gets us higher in the charts we have like four different podcasts here on this network alone you could listen to 
Um, so please do all of those things. And if you want to become a patron and comment on Zed and I's journey through this game, uh, PosherRecaps.com slash uh, Patreon, if you would like to become a patron of Posher Recaps. Um, should we dive into, we're going to be diving uh, very soon into our journey here across the dam um, in yeah, Wyoming. Great. More water, more time of Ellie not being able to swim, more me trying to find stuff to help her. My favorite. Yeah, I, I at a certain point, it kind of feels like, hey, we're camping down for the night. Like we journeyed across the United States. Like it is no small feat to travel all the way from like Pittsburgh to Wyoming. And I'm just saying like in the evenings before we're going to go to bed, is there not any time for us to find like a little pond, a little lake? I'm not saying it, not a puddle. It has to be bigger than a puddle, but like, doesn't it have to be that big? And like, give Ellie some swim lessons. It just feels like it might be worthwhile to attempt to teach the kid to swim just in the event that like it's an emergency situation and she ends up in the water. I'm just saying. Donate now at patreon.com slash post show recaps and you too can sponsor the swimming lessons of an underprivileged <laughs> child. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like a <clears throat> it's like a vaguely interesting obstacle, but I don't want how in the world am I supposed to know I have to swim under a building to like free a pallet? <sighs> How would Joel know to do no, that? I am with you, Zed. It also took me getting the hint in this part of the game because I actually, I knew I was like, there's a body of water. I'm going to have to swim in it. So I jumped in. I actually did swim under, go inside that like storage unit thing and I nearly died because I almost ran out of breath because it's, oh, I yeah, find yeah. the swimming mechanics very difficult. I finally get back to the top and I'm like, well, I don't see anything. I didn't see anything in there. And I, it, the palette completely missed me. It was very, very annoying. Yeah. I think over the course of this week, I discovered about six new ways Joel could die that I had not yep. uh, managed to kill myself with before. Um, I think I got strangled to death. I got punched in the face so many times that I died. I, I might've drowned once. I can't remember. Um, but it was a, it was an adventure ah! and I, you know, we, we do what we got to do. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, uh, so after, after we finally figure out this whole, uh, this whole damn situation, you have to swim, you have to release the pallet to get Ellie across, of course, as always, there's like, again, we just went through the deaths of Henry and Sam, like literally it just happened. Well, for us, not for the characters, I guess, cause they just had to travel across the whole U S but then there's like this tiny grave. I don't know if you came across this that I don't remember in your in your uh, playthrough. I don't think I did. There, if you walk over into like the forest a little bit more, there's this grave, like a very very small grave. It is marked with you know like a cross and a teeny tiny stuffed animal. And you're oh. like, game? Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's like so there's sad. enough emotional turmoil turmoil going on here. We do not. We don't need more background turmoil. Yeah. The thing it does prompt is like there's a conversation between Ellie and Joel that revolves around Sam around, like when they're at the grave. So uh -huh. I thought that was like very a very nice touch, even if it was like directly stabbing me in the heart. It's totally fine. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but this next part I found funny because I think 
I'm finding like while our strategies are, are starting to differ and like go different separate ways, um, the things that hang us up in the game tend to be the same. Yeah. And uh, we both were like looking at the chain link fence and being like, oh, well, I must have to cross that. I must have to like climb over it because the game gave no indication of which way to go. Right. And you spent more time than I did, like, looking for, th- like, how do I get across this fence? And it turns out it's, like, if you turn around, there's, like, another set of double doors into, like, a secure facility for Fedra that you're supposed to Very through. irritating. I, <laughs> like, if it were me, I see a fence and it doesn't have barbed wire on the top, fine. I'm just climbing the fence. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a game like this where you can kind of like it's not an open world game, but like the the environment allows you to interact with it in a pretty open world way. Like you can climb on a lot of stuff that is not necessarily actively useful to you um, in a way that in an RPG you could not do. Uh, So I was like, yeah, okay, there's a fence. We'll climb the fence. No, no, we will not be climbing the fence. Nope, you instead go up to, like, the the Fedra, kind of these, like, it's just, like, big, the big secured facility. They have these big walls and gates. Um, And that's where we run into Tommy. We got the reunion between Joel and Tommy. I did feel like in the the show, the reunion was more, like, heartfelt. In the game, it just felt very tense and awkward. Um, And I haven't gone, you know, 20 years without seeing a family member but i did go three years without seeing my brother uh recently because he lives in a different country so that was a little difficult for reasons you can all understand um and it was like a big deal getting to see my brother again and in the game they're just like uh yeah there's tommy i think there's I think in the game they really are like stressing the the bad blood that was created between the brothers in like their attempt to survive in the beginning it seems like like yeah based on what we hear it seems like Joel did some like bad things you know to to survive and he looks at it as at it as like oh I did what I had to do to get by whereas Tommy is more of the mindset of like I didn't want to do that stuff and now I feel like guilt and remorse and like i'm a terrible person for doing the things that we had to do to get by um yeah i think that's right um they definitely like allude to that more in i think it's more fleshed out in the show than in the game um because our time at like tommy town basically uh is I think more extended in the show. I in the game, I think there's a lot of like, oh, well, we're fighting people, and then yeah, we're here the- for a night, and then <laughs> Ellie steals a horse, and that's the end of that. Yeah, because in the show, it's more like, oh, this is a very secure place. No one knows about it. It's very much like the um, like Wakanda style. Like, yeah. no one knows about our civilization. If they did, they would ruin it. So we keep it a secret. Um, whereas in the game, it's certainly more like, oh no, people are trying to infiltrate. We have to kill them. Oh, there's a couple of like infecteds nearby. Like it's not as secure as it is in the show for obvious reasons of like, they want us to fight things, um, often enough. So yeah, I do love how they fleshed out the town in the show specifically, I thought they did a really great job at expanding on Maria's involvement. Um, Uh I really enjoyed that, like, because in the in the game, it's like, oh, it's right from the beginning. We find out like her and Tommy are married and she's obviously not pregnant that we know of in the game. 
Um, but I thought it was an interesting wrinkle to have her be like a big woman in charge on the yeah. show. I really liked that. Um, and I thought the like initial meeting uh, of like the four of them sitting at a table together was was really great in terms of like sort of comedic tension, yeah. um, which can often be really hard for me to enjoy. Like if people are uncomfortable in that kind of way on a show, it is very often uncomfortable for me. Uh, I think I've talked about before there being like episodes of sitcoms. I can't watch. Like if the characters are making bad decisions and you know, it's going to go badly for them. I just like, like, it's not tots for the office. It's like not funny to me. It's just stressful and I hate it. Yeah. Um, But this was like a funny kind of uncomfortable where Ellie just kept saying, (laughs) like all the wrong or like saying the quiet part out loud a lot of the time yeah um in a way i found really funny i thought uh the way they wrote ellie this week was great and i said in the discord i was just absolutely blown away by bella ramsey in this episode um and she should be nominated for an emmy yeah because i think you get nominated for a specific episode and like give it for this one you could give it for last one but like this week in particular i finished the episode and i just like i couldn't sit still i was so unsettled with like how good it was yeah i think that they i thought this particularly was a really great adaptation because they did um they did change things right so like for an example um ellie doesn't run away in the show but they still keep the scene in of her like she overhears Joel and Tommy and they get into an argument and like it's a lot of it is verbatim taken out of the game um I just I totally agree with you magnificent performance by Bella Ramsey especially because um I love that they showed us all of the conversations but that happened between Ella excuse me, Ellie and Maria because in the game we're just with Joel so we don't really see that and it's super interesting to see how um ellie interacts with another adult that she's just met um especially a woman and a woman in power um in this in this place and how like she's a little hesitant at first to give up any information and she really she doesn't even want to go with maria she wants to stay with joel she trusts joel yeah and and like you know it took a long time for her to even really trust Joel like we watched that relationship develop over the course of like about four episodes yeah. um so for her to all of a sudden be thrust into essentially a new relationship that she did not ask for with this woman and we don't know how long she has been without her parents it seems like a long time Um, and Marlene was probably like a mother figure to her in some ways, but also she was essentially in a boarding school. So I think she has not really had a lot of parental role models or interactions in her life. Certainly not since she's been a teenager. Uh, and so to have Maria kind of taking her on as a foster daughter for a few days was like a really special thing to see. Yeah, especially because Maria, like, you know, she she has her take a shower. She gets her new clothes, which are the clothes from the game, which was really exciting. The um, coach hits gets- you. Yeah, it's really effing purple. It's really purple. <laughs> I which- laughed so hard. 
it's really funny too because um i mean if we're in like an apocalyptic situation so you think like hey any winter coat is a good winter coat if it's gonna keep me warm but ellie is a teenager and she's just like it's so purple <laughs> like, yeah. um but i especially loved love love loved uh, she gets out of the shower and she has a diva cup or a, you know, a menstrual cup or whatever brand name it is. I'm sitting on the bed for her and she's looking at it. And Bella Ramsey, like, she acts out Ellie messing with the cup of like reading the instructions and all of that. I was I was cracking up. This isn't something that we get on our television screens often. Um, we also this is uh, going along with the state the scene we had earlier in the show where she finds the tampons. Um, and this is a great thing to include, Zed, because like this is a real life issue that would happen were there to be some kind of post apocalyptic event. Yeah, uh, I lost my mind. <laughs> seeing a menstrual cup on my television yeah um and someone i i can't remember who and i wouldn't name them anyway but somebody in the discord was like yeah i didn't know what that was until my wife told me and i was just like ah this is a thing everyone should know about you know people who use these products you may need to help a friend a sibling uh a child at some point in your life yeah Uh, deal with menstruating and guess what a menstrual cup lasts for so long welcome to my ted talk about oh they're very it's very good sustainability right like they're super sustainable they're super safe you're yeah Um, you're not last a really long time both like daily and over the course of the product's lifetime like there are so many benefits to using something like this i laughed really hard at everything like "Mm," looking at the instructions and going gross yeah uh, yeah because but it like, is gross it's just but a, it's it's reality it's just right? a reality of life yeah. yeah i'm a big proponent of whatever sustainable option you can find Med- medical grade silicone is good for so many things that help keep you clean and safe and healthy uh and i will yell about that all day any day a thousand percent it was so funny to see this on my screen and her be like reading the instructions like pushing in the side like it's a very real thing that like I was watching it and I'm like I wonder if people won't know what this is because there is like an entire section of TikTok dedicated to roasting people who don't know like about um women like feminine products basically um like menstrual products and so there's like there's uh there's TikToks where it's like oh I asked my boyfriend like uh to buy me tampons at the store and he's like okay do you want the lemon or the lime because like r is regular and it's yellow and s is super and it's green yeah Uh, similarly i've seen uh somebody who had uh a a bunch of regular ones and was like i can't find the left ones (laughs) and so then i took i took this picture around to my friends at work and i asked all my male co-workers if they knew what the r stood for and some of them did and some of them did not and it was just like <laughs> we have as a society we have to do better we have to because it is just it's so unbelievable that people are just so unaware right there was a trend for a while of, of um asking men um where do where do women put uh pads like where do they go um and the answers were wild like it, of where exactly they adhere to um <laughs> yeah 
not gonna lie it's it's really sad it's a sad state of affairs when people don't know um but these these menstrual cups are a real thing they're very sustainable and like you said zed they're like they avoid things like toxic shock syndrome so like they're a really great thing to have and to see them on my television screen i was i was so happy i was so pleased yeah and also for what it's worth this is not relevant to the show but you buy that one time, you can use it for years yep. as opposed to spending a lot of money, by the way, so if you didn't money. know out there, it is very expensive to regular be bu- regularly be buying pads or tampons. It used to make me so angry every time I had to do it. And a big part of why I got a menstrual cup was so I could stop being angry purchasing tampons. Yep. Um, and they're taxed. Pink tax. You have to pay tax on this thing that you just like need. That you, yep. ha- you don't really have a whole lot of choice. You got to pick one and you got to buy it. Yep. Uh, and also one other thing too, if you are looking into, I lo- this is like, I love how we've like segued right into this conversation. Well, but I knew this was going to happen. And it I, was like, I was like, Taryn is not talking about this. Mike Bloom is not talking about this. All <laughs> we are talking Grace, about this. I don't think Grace is bringing this up with Mike or Taryn either. Like <laughs> th- we are here for you. Yeah. We're here. here to explain these things to you. I also will say that, um, menstrual cups do come in like different sizes different like styles so if one doesn't work for you it's possible that a different one will work for you and there are like plenty of things you could like do some research online in terms of like for beginners because they can be kind of tricky um just saying like they they can be a little bit tricky to use at first um so yeah uh, they, there you go go check them out they exist uh on a related topic while we are talking about uh like women in power and seeing these sort of like gender things come up on the TV. I do want to take a quick moment and talk about Bella Ramsey, the actor a little bit. Uh, Cause I saw something we've had quite a break since our last podcast, because we did it like yes. almost two weeks ago at this point, thanks to the Super Bowl schedule. Um, and something came out recently where uh, Bella Ramsey said she would, she really wants people to stop calling her a powerful young woman. And I was like, Oh my God, I have never related to something more in my life. Um, shortly, I think shortly before the show started airing, uh, she came out as non-binary slash gender fluid, gender queer. All of those things mean something slightly different. I've seen her at least attached to all of those words. I don't know exactly which words, she has specifically used um but she has also said she's comfortable with any pronouns and in various and i'm always checking because i want to make sure that i'm not misgendering her uh but in various articles they'll say uh she chose to use she her pronouns for this article um so that's why i'm continuing to use those pronouns that might change you know she's only 19 years old her opinions about these things are bound to change over the course of time and that doesn't mean she was lying before it doesn't mean she's making it up in the future it is whatever it is identity is fluid for everybody um i imagine you out there listener do not feel the same about yourself as you did five years ago ten years ago and that's okay that's a good thing it's called growth um but so i just wanted to bring that up that uh Keep an eye on pronouns right now. Any of them are fine. Um, and it's certainly easy to use uh, she, her, since Ellie is also a woman. And she and Ellie, uh, rather, Bella herself has said, like, she likes playing these sorts of, like, empowered characters. Um, but also, please stop calling me a powerful young woman. Um, and it's really great that she said, like, Pedro Pascal has been like a second father to her in real life. 
Uh, and Pedro Pascal has a transgender sister who he is extremely vocally supportive of. Um, and so just seeing that uh, supportive relationship has been really, really great. So that's mm-hmm. those are my uh, my side topics for today. <laughs> Welcome to my my gender TED talk in the middle of the Last of Us podcast. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Have a nice day. <laughs> I think it was perfectly timed, though. I think with everything happening on this episode, and like you said in the media about Bella Ramsey, it couldn't be uh, more on topic. Um, but yeah, so we're we're following uh, Joel's perspective in the game, and so we like follow Tommy all kind of through this uh, this town. Um, and it made me really sad when Tommy tries to give Joel a photo of himself and Sarah, the one that we see on her bulletin board in the very beginning of the game. Yeah. And he doesn't take it. And I don't know if you did this. I can't remember. But when Tommy walks away after Joel refuses the photo, I did try to go back to see if I could grab it just because I was like, maybe it'll let me. And it, it didn't. It Nothing prompt. Nothing was like mm. a prompt. And it made me just so sad. I'm like, gosh, Joel, like, just take the photo of your daughter. Uh, like, you don't have to look at it. But someday later, <laughs> this is the yes, sort of things parents always it. say, someday later, you might want it. Yeah, it was brutal. But yeah, so we like explore and I, <laughs> my husband was sitting next to me as I was playing this part. And he's like, I love how your first instinct is to loot this town. You gotta, you need the stuff. I know that was my first instinct was to look everywhere for things I could take. Um, but there wasn't been trained to do in the game. Everywhere you go is you yes. go in every open door. You go in every closed door that has a little triangle on it. Anywhere you can go, you got to go in there and find stuff. And in a place that is like actually well stocked for people living lives right. there. Like, of course, you're going to stock up. It's It was great to see in the show. Ellie got to take a real shower. They had like real food. She slept in a bed. She had clean clothes. Like they have not had those things for months. Yeah, especially because the um they're like they have the water the water power of the the dam is what's giving them power. So they have the ability to do all of these things. Um and in the yeah, game also, we get in- uh yeah, uh hydroelectric power. Don't ask me how it works. I just know it works. I know yeah, oh yeah, it works where that's all I need to hear. Uh I, you know, I don't need to know the specifics of it. Um, but this is when we get into a fight with some like invaders, uh, you know, whatever, shoot, shoot guns, kill, kill. We have El Diablo now, which is fun. Um, and then uh, we find out from Tommy that Ellie has disappeared. She's stolen a horse. I believe she is it. Does she steal Winston the horse? Because when they said the dog, the, the dog, the horse's name was Winston. I lost my mind. And I think that's the one Ellie takes. Um, uh, I, I missed that part. Um, if that, if that was the case, uh, but before she leaves, it, I think it's more dramatic in the show in a great way of like having this conversation about, um, like Joel really talking with Ellie about how it's better for her to go with Tommy. Like she'll be safe. He can right. take care of her better than, than Joel can. Cause I think we're seeing Joel feeling guilty about not being able to save Sarah um, and that seeing Tommy is really triggering those memories for him because that was like the last time they saw each other seemingly. Um, And so for, for Ellie to then like really push back and she's like, you know, everybody has left me except you. 
And like, now you're going to leave me too. And just like the anger and the hurt of this kid was like tearing me apart. Yeah. Cause they, they take it. So it's, this is after they find Ellie that they have this conversation in the, in the bedroom. And she says, you know, I'm not her. I'm not your daughter. Maria told me about her. Um, and we actually, I, I do love how in the show we got that scene, um, because it's not something we see in the game, um, of Ellie finding out about Sarah from Maria and it's a really charged scene. It's a very emotional scene. And I totally agree with you said like Bella Ramsey and, um, Pedro Pascal, just fantastic in this scene of like, they both, there's so much unsaid in this scene of like, he he is so unwilling to i mean we know he hasn't discussed Tess at all like he he refuses to discuss these things because it's bringing him back to a really really terrible place um and she all she has is him and and he is just like he doesn't want someone to be relying on him in that way because the last time that happened his daughter died and so yeah. it's really really tough for the both of them and um yeah and it's with tommy being younger more fit you know he doesn't think he's the right person he doesn't want to screw it up and like let's call out what it is like he's afraid he is afraid that he is going to get her killed um and so he wants tommy to take her and i do think it's interesting that in the game in the show it felt a little different in terms of like tommy's willingness to to take ellie with him Mm -hmm. and go to find the fireflies Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. 
Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. And, you know, we get this moment of, as you mentioned, Ellie saying, I'm not her, I'm not your daughter. And and Joel saying, yeah, you're right. You're definitely not my daughter. Like, you sh- you know, you sure as shit aren't my daughter. And it's just yeah. like, wow. Like, what a, you know what a thing to say to somebody when you've only had each other for again i think it's hard to really process the sense of time yeah. in the game and on the show because they just we spend so much time in small moments and then they just fast forward through months of time right and because we're told it's in, like winter or whatever yeah. or fall or whatever so, so we the, know yeah in passed. the game we played the season of fall <laughs> this week yeah uh, and in the show it's it seemingly jumped straight to winter and was like already winter by the time we got to tommy because it is cold and snowy and everybody right. needs winter jackets and stuff um so it's been a, a really hefty chunk of time mostly just the two of them and so that's got to be like a really cutting thing i mean it would be in any circumstance anyway but particularly in this moment a really cutting thing to say yeah especially because like (laughs) he he's saying this as a defense mechanism he's pushing her away he doesn't want her I think just as much as he is afraid to fail her and get her killed or her injured um, or not get her to the place she needs to be, um, I think it's also that he doesn't want her to get attached to him because he knows nothing in this world is permanent. I mean, especially in this type of uh, landscape they're in, nothing is permanent. And he doesn't want her to get attached to him because what if he gets hurt or injured or killed or whatever? Um, He doesn't want her to feel... He, he wants her to basically get her to point B and then let her have a life there with those people because I don't think he thinks he's good enough. Um, he doesn't right. deserve it and he's not good enough to, to take care of her. Um, yeah. And you're right. We don't get to see. Uh, we know time is spent between the two of them over many months. We don't see that. But you can feel the the connection and the bond that they have at this point because they've been traveling together for months. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that scene was so charged. It was so wonderful. It was word for word a lot of it right from the game to screen, um, which I really appreciated because the dialogue in the game is so wonderful. And so to see some of it stripped and just slapped right onto the screen is really nice um, rather than them changing it. Yeah. Um, but And uh, for her to yeah. still then choose Joel when he comes in the show and says, you should have the choice. Or I guess he's like, mm, you know, I was going to just leave on this horse uh and then i hung around for half an hour and now i'm still here uh because you should get to choose and without a second like in a split second she's like i choose you let's go yeah yeah and i i did like that adaptation change because in the game it's more of they're riding back to the town and joel just says like okay um ellie hand off your horse to tommy we're going to head out together again in the show. Tommy or Maria is pregnant in the show. And Tommy is very hesitant 
to leave because he has a, a, a new baby on the way and someone who's going to be relying on him. And um, so it's, it's handled much differently. Um, I, I liked both options. I, you know, I think they handled it well on both sides. Um, but yeah, so Ellie and Joel are off together to head to um, find the fireflies at the university um go longhorns yeah uh, another moment in this game i am perpetually like okay we are done in this location and going uh somewhere yeah <laughs> and i and i i was like all right i'm just gonna keep going until they're like oh yeah there it is in the distance and then i'll know where we were supposed to be going because somehow i always like i just can't process the this will be our next destination um and I'm like, I'm going, I'm not totally sure what I'm looking for. And then I get to, and I was like, oh, right, right. University, university. Yeah. And I'm there and I'm like, what, what am I looking for here? Probably yeah. fireflies that aren't going to be here. Okay, great. Yeah. We're at, um, we're at, uh, in Denver, Colorado, home of the big horns. Um, we still have Callus, And so we're riding Callus around the university, like looking for fireflies, uh, basically, this is a, another instance of looking for stuff, playing a lot of looking for stuff all across the university. Um, we get into some like it's it's a bit. I mean, I think we automatically know something is wrong because we don't immediately find any guards, any fireflies. There's no seemingly no one around. Um, this is like empty campus, which is so interesting. I don't know if you found this interesting, but I'm like, gosh, it's so weird to see an empty college campus like this with no one around and just like the classrooms and everything is kind of overgrown. Um, I especially loved when they find the scientists like lab um, with all the monkeys roaming free um, where you play the recording from the like seemingly last guy there um, where they've been testing stuff on monkeys and one of the monkeys bites him um and he gets infected i just thought He's that like, was interesting well, i'm probably not long for this world so uh bye <laughs> yeah. yeah i thought that was interesting because i do like the um i don't know i really i like when we're instead of just reading a note we get to like hear a voice which is different for us usually we're reading notes from people left behind um but yeah a lot of this is just playing looking for stuff finding things everywhere um i believe this is where we get a another new weapon which i was very excited about because we already had gotten the el diablo which i was in love with and then then we get the flamethrower oh hell yeah i was so I, excited so i forgot i forgot about the flamethrower because this is the one challenge uh, of our podcast structure is I play the game on Monday and yeah. then we podcast on Saturday, which is like a lifetime away. Um, huge fan of the flamethrower. Don't understand the exact uh, meaning of the little flames underneath. Can't tell exactly yeah. when I'm supposed to refill my canister, but okay, sure. Um, in, uh, in Far Cry 3, you get a flamethrower and it is my absolute favorite thing. Like just burn everything to the ground. Yeah. Um, really great it's like a molotov mixed with a gun like what more could you ask for? yes the only downside to the flamethrower is just that like it is not a long-range weapon like you have no. to be on top of someone for it to work which took me a second to like kind of figure out and get used to um but huge fan of the flame thrower and we find a ton of ammo for it or ammo i don't even know if you call it ammo fuel fuel uh for it throughout our time on campus 
Um, we go through some like dorm rooms where there's like one journal. It's like they were there for months, um, which I found wild that like there were people surviving on this campus that weren't like fireflies for months. Um, and this is where we get into my first use of the the flamethrower. You first used it on a bunch of, I think it was runners that were coming Oh, like basically you. as soon as I had it, I was like, yeah, okay, immediately. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. I saved it a little bit for the moment when um, we are confronted with, we have to put on our gas mask again. Oh, we're confronted when we're in some spores. Yeah. There was a ton of spores. I ended up doing, I'm, I'm trying this now. Okay. Everyone I'm doing my best. I tried the method of you throw the bottle to get them in one area, you know? Uh-huh. So I did there that. And then I molotoved who I could. Um, and that is when our friend, the bloater shows up. Uh we had no very different tactics so zed you immediately were like no (laughs) yeah i was like i'm not we're not doing this you just i've had enough Uh, listen you have not had all of the bloater encounters i have had and i said "Mm, no thank you we're not doing this again i want you to guess what my tactic was for the bloater because it was much different than yours uh probably just hosing it with the flamethrower for as long as humanly possible i ran straight at it with the flamethrower (laughs) And I just doused it in flames to the point where it was like toast. And my husband was like, I can't believe you killed that that quickly. And I was like, flamethrower, baby. <laughs> like, Gotta try it. I, I had no mercy because if you get, I found that once you get close enough to it with the flamethrower and you're dousing it in flames, it doesn't have the ability or the time to either attack you or throw the spores balls at you. And so it worked out perfectly. Yeah, see, I wasn't, I had, a. I figured that was probably the case, and I appreciate having that knowledge now. Uh, I wasn't sticking around <laughs> to find out. I was like, if I can just leave, we will just leave. It just um, never it's like we've traded. To it's me. like we've traded positions. Uh, you used to run away from things, and now I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm just going to go. Yeah, I'm not here know. to, it's fine. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. I, I, it's just like, I, in my brain, it's really hard to like, I just see something and I'm like, must kill. (laughs) It does also kind of feel like given the circumstances of the world, anytime you find an infected, you would want to eliminate it to help prevent the further spread. You know, it's not just like, it's not just like, this is a wild animal that poses a current threat to you. And if you get away from it, then fine. You both go back to living your separate, happy lives. This is you leave, you know a walking virus walking around it's gonna go make more virus yes um exactly and it just feels like also I think part of me was like I'm not done exploring in here yet and I don't feel comfortable exploring in here while I have a giant bloater running around and so I just shows up I'm done exploring very different tactics and i i appreciate you know what i respect the move i just for whatever reason um i couldn't i just couldn't leave it and i had to kill it um so that was really fun i still have a decent amount of fuel for my flamethrower i believe because i did you find must have found some that i did not find I, I think there was some in some of the student dorms that you avoided when you ran away from the blue because uh. there was some stuff in there yeah um but that was very fun because i felt like okay now i'm now i'm in it you know now i got clickers and bloaters and everything else um 
and uh and yeah this is like we we have to eventually find this like generator which you have to it's on like a cart you have to move it and hook it up to these these uh what's it called these cords and you you and me i think are very much the same when we're like stop giving us carts of things you have to push around uh don't i don't want i don't stop it i don't want to move the generator i don't want to push the thing to break through the gate that i thought i was going to climb over oh that part killed watching you play because i uh, just a background i usually end up playing the game on on mondays or so and then i'll watch your vod like later in the week and so it, i've already played by the time i'm watching you play and i found it <laughs> when you're like trying to climb the fence i'm like said said you got to push the thing into it. no uh... <laughs> It's right. Why? They they really love it. I moved a thing to climb on, so now I can just jump over the fence. What are we doing? That should be an option. Yeah, I I think I wouldn't mind the having to move stuff on carts if it was easier to do. It's just the the it's so clunky and like awkward to try to maneuver a cart or like around and then Ellie gets in my way and then I get angry at her cuz I'm like just move like you obviously see me with this cart. <laughs> um yeah, dealing with the generators and the carts and the dumpsters and all of that certainly one of my least favorite uh mechanics, I would say. Um yeah. But, I thought maybe we had moved on from these things, but of course not. They're going to be, we're going to be doing it the entire game for sure. Anytime I see a dumpster now, I'm immediately like, where's this dumpster going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to need this dumpster somewhere. Uh, uh, so we eventually, so we're right. We're, we're kind of just like doing the whole looking for stuff across the university. There's some tents with like some supplies and letters and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we, I, we got some upgrades along the way, which is fun. I still feel like I don't have enough. I have plenty of the, like, uh, what are they? Wrenches, cogs, whatever those are. The gears. Gears. But I never have enough of the needleless pliers. Oh, uh, tools. Tools. Sure. So I just call the- them with the show. <laughs> screen. It's needleless um- pliers. So there's the gears you use to upgrade the weapons, but then certain upgrades, you have to have a certain tool level, essentially. And so you'll find random, uh, like literally toolboxes. And if you go up to the toolbox that upgrades your tool level, just like sometimes you find books and it's like, oh, now your Molotov cocktails are more effective because you read something, I guess, Um, which always makes me laugh. Uh, so yeah, still need higher level tools to be able to do some of the upgrades. Um, when Joel was in the like garage or wherever he was in Tommy's town, like trying to fix something, I desperately wanted them to have that specific lamp that they have on the, like, you can upgrade your weapons here desks. Uh, yes. I thought that would have been a really fun little nod to the game. Of like, yes, this is where you do that because we have this one specific desk lamp that shows you this is where to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it is very silly, but I get like I get very frustrated because I'm like, oh, all I want. So my next upgrade, I really, really want to put I forget what it's called. You already have it on one or more of your guns, where like a sway where when you're targeting something, it doesn't move around as much oh, on as the much, scope. Yeah. Um, I really want that next, but I need more tools to be it's able really to. It's really more a person upgrade than it is a weapon upgrade. <laughs> Truly, um, yeah. Like, 
for me, that kind of thing would go more into the skill category that of things that you upgrade via the the skill pills. Yes, um, that help you heal faster and craft faster and do other things. But I'm focusing on those things. Yeah. What is your? What are you targeting next for? Like, what have you? I guess what have you put? What have you invested the most of your cogs into? Like, are you doing like clip capacity? Are you doing firing rate? What is your uh, like favorite so far? It is probably mostly those two because I don't have the best aim. So the less frequently I have to reload, the better. Yeah. <laughs> so things that are going to help me be able to keep trying longer <laughs> in between reloads is is definitely where I've I've gone first. Uh, yeah, fire rate and clip capacity, and then I think you can also upgrade your reload capa- like speed too. Reload at a speed, yes. Point. I definitely clip capacity was like number one for me, especially on guns like the shotgun and the rifle, because if you only have like one bullet, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, yeah. it's gonna take me forever to kill anything. That's the biggest downside of El Diablo right now is it's one shot at a time. But, but at the very I'm least, very it's like a good with shot. that. I'm very good with that one shot so yeah yeah so no i agree with you i think those are probably the ones i upgrade first it's usually clip but now i want the weapon sway or whatever it's called yeah um that's what i'm targeting next for my next upgrade because i can't i'm like you said i'm not the best shot um i mean i'm I'm getting better at shooting but sometimes they're better at shooting than i am which sucks because just when you line up the shot they hit you and you're like oh Come on. Now I got to line yeah, this all it's up like, again. Oh, I was just ready. Yeah. <laughs> You're not letting me take my time. <laughs> <laughs> is this urgent? You're telling me this is urgent? Um, but this is when we find kind of like the the lab with all of the monkeys in them and the recording I talked about earlier. And uh, just as we find out that everyone has gone to Salt Lake City, so we are no longer in the right place, of course. Of course we have not. to not travel again. Um, we get attacked uh, with a bunch of randos. Um, and this point is when I think this is the first time this happened, at least for me. Uh, someone had an axe or a hatchet, something like that. And I was like, yeah. hell yes. Because sometimes I get annoyed when the melee weapons break so easily. And quick little pro tip. The axe, if you invest some of like, usually it's the same as the shiv materials, like, if you invest some scissors and stuff in your <laughs> axe, you can basically revitalize the axe over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so it won't break. Um, and that is like a one-hit kill, baby. Love yeah. that axe. It's it's like when you put a a sharp thing on the end of, like, the pipe or whatever. Yeah, when you, you meganify. Like, yeah. Hook into it and then pull. <laughs> Yes. It's like ve- a very specific mechanic, which I really like because it does actually make a lot of um, martial sense, uh, which yeah. is always what I'm looking for in my video games is for them to be like real fighting because we all know how realistic video games are. Um, yeah, I was very excited about the axe. I've had like some machetes, I think, basically uh, that do a similar thing. But the axe was, I was like, oh, you want an axe to the face? You're going to get an axe to the face. You're coming at me. Here we go. Um, I liked this combat for the most part, actually. Uh, I struggled far less this week than I did the last couple of weeks. Um, and maybe that's because I have a monitor now and can see my whole screen uh, <laughs> while my computer screen is still broken. Um, 
but it also just, I felt like I had more tools at my disposal to be more flexible in the way that I was fighting people. Um, and so it worked out better than, I think also sometimes you just get like so bombarded that it can be really hard to figure out like what you're supposed to do. Um, I did. So this is at the point where we're like, we went up, up the university levels just to go back down. That is the entirety yeah. of what happened, um, which irritated me to no end. I was like, oh, cool. So I just walked up here so that they could come up behind me and I had to have to fight my way back to where I just was. Great. Love that for me. Um, and I did like the first couple floors. Okay. And then there was just like one spot where they were coming at me too fast. And of course my health was not full and not fixable. Um, that's when I get the most frustrated. I think when like you're at middle or, or like, you know, like half to one third health. And so you get hit twice and you're dead. And then you just yeah. are stuck in the loop of like not being able to solve your main problem, which is not having enough health. Yeah, you got stuck mostly at the it's the very end where there's a, a couple a set of stairs and they do like a smoke bomb and then they come up the stairs and uh, there's like two or three of them. I think one of them may have some heavy duty armor on and everything. It gets really tough, like you said, because if you like you have to be able to you have to be able to do like ranged attacks because the minute they get on you when your health is low. It's yeah. like, boom, you're dead instantly. I need to be better about using... I've gotten... I'm really good with the Molotovs. I'll use those pretty frequently. Um, I've started using nail bombs a little bit more. I love them. But I love them. You, they're you're so a ridiculous. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I just think start, they're very silly. <laughs> and they're kind of... It is ridiculous how they... Like, the fact that you're just making this bomb that has nails in it that is gonna... Yeah. Um. But I need to start using the smoke bombs more because I oh, think yeah. that's going to be the key to like dealing with some of these larger crowds of of humans, not infected, um, is making it so they can't see me and they can't yeah, like, shoot get me. away from them. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then if you have to fight them, at least you've like bought yourself a little time to like regroup. Um, yeah, I'm really bad about that, too. I think I'm sh I'm sure I have three of them. Uh, and probably I'm full up on the sugar or whatever you need to make more of them. Uh, yeah. And just don't, I just haven't used them. Too many things to throw. There's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. There, no, there really, there's a lot of options for throwing and I'm still not very good at aiming when I throw, like I'm pretty good at now at shooting, but aiming when I'm launching projectiles, not very good at. Um, and this is a point when there's one guy who attacks us. He's like, we're Joel. And he's like trying to strangle us. We pull him down with us off of this like balcony and land. Oh God, directly on a steel rod, which, oh, it was Horrifying. very different, much more brutal than the show where it's just yeah. like a piece of baseball bat, essentially. which honestly just made me even more angry in the because show. He pulled it out. Yes, yeah. I was screaming at my television at like Never, you know, listen, 11 in the morning. Yeah, not that we want anybody to like have something stuck inside of them. But if you do, don't pull it out. Like this is number one, very easy rule to remember. If something is stuck, like someone accidentally stabs you with a knife or a fork or whatever, don't pull it out immediately. Like that's the bad, that's a bad thing to do. You leave it in. Um, obviously in the game, he doesn't really have much of a choice. <laughs> no, because he's like pinned to the ground by the thing that he's been impaled on. Yeah. Uh, he can't, he literally can't move because he's now like 
spiked to the ground, essentially. Um, In the show, that was not the case. And I was furious. Yeah. Not that they changed it, but that Joel should know better. He would. That's the thing. He would know better for sure. People are dumb and they make dumb choices. Joel living the life that he has lived at that at this point would absolutely know better. What are you? You're not helping yourself by pulling this thing out because right now, just (laughs) physically, medically speaking, your muscles have clenched up around the thing that's not supposed to be there, which is helping to prevent blood loss because your body is going into shock and trying to like keep its insides together. Like it's supposed to the second you pull it out. Well, now there's a giant hole and all of your blood and guts is going to come out of that hole because that's how gravity works. And so Come you're to this just... podcast if you want to hear about menstrual cups and gravity, baby. <laughs> I'm just here to talk about blood, okay? That's what I came here for. That's what I'm doing. Uh, you're just going to but... get a giant infection in this giant yeah. hole in your body that you made that didn't have to be there. You leave. Look, are you going to maybe get an infection from the probably rusty spike that's now in your body? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's going to take a lot longer than just having an open gaping wound that you're hemorrhaging from for no reason. Yeah, I totally agree with this. And I'm glad we were on the same page of both screaming at the screen of like, don't, what are you doing? Don't yank that thing out of your body. Um, And I absolutely loved this next sequence in the game because it's, it's not a cut scene. Like it kind of is because you're, you are Joel and everything is kind of swirling around you. You're stumbling. You're trying to make your way out of the building. Very stressful. Yeah. And like, you're trying to shoot and Ellie is, Ellie is like, trying to help you but as joel you're like no i got this myself and i you laughed and i also laughed at the scene where uh he's just like no i don't need your help and she's like well can you walk and he goes yeah and she's like well then effing walk (laughs) she's like uh are you useful or not like if you're if you don't want my help then you have to do it yourself exactly Um, yes yeah, I will say they were very generous in his physical capabilities after just being punctured from back to front through like his torso and where yeah. all your vital organs are that you need. Um, Maybe this like, is like what do they what do they say? It's like mom strength. Like you could lift a car with yeah. like adrenaline. Well, I'm sure there is adrenaline happening. Yeah. Um, that maybe means you could stagger away from the situation. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot a gun and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, no, yeah. you absolutely are not. Well, it's it's really great, though, because you feel because you're playing from Joel's perspective. And so you feel as out of control and useless as he does because yeah. you're stumbling around. You're running into baddies. And Ellie is the one who is like, boom, 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 shooting from everywhere, like taking them out. And you just feel like pretty much completely useless because even when you try to shoot things, you like can't really and you fall, you're stumbling, you're falling, you you're having trouble even walking. Um, So I loved that aspect. I thought it was so fascinating because it really is putting you in the mindset of Jola feeling so supremely useless in this moment yeah. in time. And Ellie is the most badass like so cool especially when the people are running down the stairs and she just shoots them and she's just like come on let's go like girl you just learned to shoot a gun like well i guess a few months ago at this point but it sounds really impressive yeah uh it's it's really great it's it's fun getting to see i mean not fun but like it's satisfying to see ellie get to shine a bit and like we see how much she's learned and grown 
over the last probably six months, maybe more, who knows at this point. Um, but also in contrast with still these like really endearing moments and you see it's like a great character note of how their relationship has developed that uh, I think Ellie's just like giggling or something. And Joel's like, first time on a horse. And she's like, yep, first time. Or she's like, first time on a horse. Cause he just knows, like he's gotten a sense yeah. of like how she understands the world at this point and all the things that she hasn't experienced. Um, Joel explaining the rules of football just so they have something so to talk funny. about. And that was, um, I couldn't believe that that, because I watched the show first. I couldn't believe that was pulled straight from the game of like yeah. what a first down is and all of that. Um, yeah, just very, explaining very all these things about the way the world used to be that she has no context or understanding for because she has grown up entirely in this post-infection world. Yeah. Um, on on uh, Station Eleven, they use the phrase "post-pan," but I absolutely hate it. <laughs> uh, she is a post-pan baby. Yeah, um, disgusting. No, thank you. Uh, and so just or like we see, I think another scene of her reading somebody's diary or journal and being like, "This is what the like does this skirt go with this shirt?" That's what kids That's were what worried about. about. Like, absolutely wild to me. Yeah, um, and I'm sure there are people out in the world right now who would feel that way about people in this country right now like this is what you're choosing to be concerned about compared to like i don't know feeding people or housing people or health care yeah. or yeah. yeah any of the above for sure um i totally agree i i love those small moments that we get and we get a lot of them i think especially in, i felt like we got a lot in this this section of the game um and it gets this is a really emo I mean all of them are very emotional episodes I guess but when they get when they finally get to the horse they get on Callus and they're riding away and Joel falls off of Callus and another ugh, another amazing Bella Ramsey moment um for the show and just her screaming like Joel wake up Joel wake up and then we cut and we're like okay like so in the show that's that's it we don't like the cliffhanger yeah. right and in the game they're like, no, we're going to flash forward to now winter. It's snowy. And Zed, I was beside myself. Okay. I see the cutest animated rabbit I have ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh, I know. Like adorable. Popping its cute little face out of a hole. Little flopsy ears. Doing its cute little bunny thing. Hopping around. I'm sure, pretty sure I played. I squeed while playing the game because it's so cute. <laughs> And then arrow yeah. straight to the neck. Oh my god! I knew it wasn't going to end well for this rabbit. Yeah. Oh, and we see, and it's Ellie, of course. She's hunting with the bow and arrow. Um, some time has obviously passed. I mean, now she seems to know how to shoot with the bow and arrow. Um, and I thought the game was maybe going to make us hunt because I've had to do that in other games, and I was like, please no. I, I mean, I enough. wouldn't. I don't. I think it might. I think it might because the way we end the game, because obviously that's a cutscene. We can't like stop until it's done. Yeah, but we're not out of the sees, literal or metaphorical woods here. Yeah, she sees oh, an elk, which I imagine we're gonna have to try to take down. No, I mean this is my I assumption. But that's where the game to. ends, and it's like cliffhangery, I guess. In that, like, where is Joel? Like, is he okay? Did they find medical attention? Like at this point, it's winter, so time has passed. Yeah. Um, my assumption, I am, I mean, I am unspoiled. I am like the most unspoiled you could be. I know nothing of the second game. I know nothing going forward. 
knowing what I know in terms of, okay, this is episode six out of 10. We have Pedro Pascal on the show. I can't imagine he's dead. Now, for so for me, I feel like that is like not even a chance of him being dead, but he could be really hurt. Like he got, I mean, that was a pretty, I guess in the game, it's more of a substantial wound than it is in the show, but like he could be like, have a cane. I don't know. Like he could be not fully able-bodied, you know? Yeah. Uh, based on how it happened in the game, he could absolutely like end up paralyzed. Yeah. Um, not so much the injury from, from the show. That's that's a different situation. It makes me so mad. Um, I just like see him pulling that stupid spike out of his stomach, and I just am yeah, curious. um, yeah, uh, weird. Feels like a weird cliffhanger. Given like who who is watching the show, going, oh well, that could be the end of Pedro Pascal. Six episodes yeah, into that's... a show that has a second season coming, and and the fact that like. It's this is the show about the two of them. This isn't right. the show of like, oh, and then Ellie is out on her own. Like, I'm just what more is infuriating to me is that like I don't know what state Joel is in. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure he's alive. I just don't know what state he's in. And based on everything I have heard and the the preview for next week, it seems like it's a flashback episode. And so we're right. gonna be left hanging for another week of like not knowing what happened to Joel and where kind of we are. Like, we know we're in the woods. And it's winter. We don't know, like, did they go to Salt Lake City? Like, did they make it? Did they have to find some kind of doctor um, somewhere, right? We don't know a ton of information right now. Yeah, so let's talk about next week because I saw somebody in the Discord being like, uh, who probably tagged us, saying, what are you going to do next week? Have you talked about what you're going to do next week? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just walking around playing my game. Like, what are we, yeah. what are we talking about here? Um, it's It's DLC. It's yes. downloadable so, content. Downloadable content. So this was something that was released after the game. However, um, I've heard from a few different people. My husband is one of them. He replayed it and he said it spoils nothing. So technically, like most people have played it after they finished the game, but that's because it was released after the game. So it's basically the downloadable content, the DLC we're going to be playing is going to be along the same lines of this flashback episode that's going to be happening um of like ellie's life i'm assuming when she is like before she meets marlene um it seems like maybe mm-hmm. while she's in like a fedra school or something something like that um so that's what we're going to be playing next week i have no idea how long it is or like i don't almost nothing besides it is a flashback and it doesn't have any spoilers um so we're going to be hitting pause at least on the regular last of us game in order yeah, to play the DLC. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that is what we'll be doing next week. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore because uh, someone thought that this was going to be a particularly long chunk of game this week because of how much time they had compressed in the episode. Um, it certainly did not take me nearly as long as my previous two weeks. Although mm-hmm. both of those times, I think I spent a, a whole hour on like a single I mean, it could just be you're getting better at certain aspects. Yeah, I know. Somebody was like, well, maybe you're just getting better at the game. And I'm like, mm, I mean, I got a little bit. It took me a very long time this week to get past. There was a section of the game at, like after Ellie runs away where it's just me and Tommy 
and we have to get off our horses and go fight some random guys in the woods. Ugh. That took me a long time because I very am like the I'm going to stealth behind this rock and then pop out and shoot <laughs> them. And then like, you know, so it takes me a long time just to get through it. But then I die and have to start all over again. Yeah, that's um, always frustrating. So but yeah, so we'll see. I have no idea how long next week's content is going to take us. But apparently it's all DLC and it's going to be a flashback episode. So I'm at least excited because I feel like we get more Bella Ramsey on our screen. We get a little more Ellie background, which should be fun. We get Storm Reed, who is like blowing up right now. She's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, if I'm going to hypothesize a little bit. So the voice actor for Ellie in the game is Ashley Johnson. And I believe she is going to be making a cameo in the show. And if I had to guess, I think it's going to be this episode that's coming up. Um, oh, cool. So that will be very fun as well, because I love me some Ashley Johnson. And a shout out to her doing the voice work in the game, because it's so effective as Ellie. Um, so giving them kind of a map of what to do, you know, a map for Bella Ramsey to basically follow a little bit um i i'm really excited to see ashley johnson on the show so yeah yeah i guess that's Uh, that's what we have for this week for episode six yeah uh what a time um i'm like every time i have to put the game down i'm like oh i gotta wait a whole nother week to play again um so i'm really excited to get back to the game tomorrow 5 p.m eastern time for mushroom mondays at twitch.tv slash hard rock hope and i will just say if you have an amazon prime account you can subscribe to my twitch channel for free you can just give me jeff bezos money and it will cost you nothing um with your amazon prime account you get one free twitch subscription every month and if you happen to want to throw those five dollars my way i would appreciate it um but either way i will be there uh yelling at the tv um yelling about blood some more probably um we'll see what happens i'm excited that's that's really all i've got going on right now i'm just here talking about this uh might have some projects in the works coming up soon it's almost march which is just absolutely wild a very crazy exciting busy time for television uh lots going on here at posha recap so keep an eye on that main feed if you want to be up to date on everything going on here on Pusha Recaps, as Jess mentioned at the top of the podcast, you can subscribe at patreon.com slash Pusha Recaps to get access to even more content in the patron feed, including all of the all all of the episodes commercial free, which is like my favorite thing in the mm-hmm. world. Um, Adam gave me a hard time about not having heard like Josh's ad read of something. And I was like, I don't have commercials, bro. Yeah, like, I don't get, need to listen get to on my level. <laughs> um so highly recommend that it supports the podcast it supports all of us so if you appreciate the content that everybody at pusha recaps is working hard to put out for you every week we would very much appreciate your support certainly then you can join us in the discord and talk about all the shows we're talking about new survivor season is about to start we have a survivor like fantasy draft pool situation Mm -hmm. uh that's fun to be a part of just you can yell at your friends about how you're better at fake survivor than they are um (laughs) I don't know. It's a good time. Come hang out with us there. Jess, I know you have lots of things going on if you want to run through yeah. your plugs real fast. Uh, as usual, I'm covering Community with Josh Wiggler. We are doing season five currently. Um, you can catch me on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me talking about Dawson's Creek. And then this month we did Sandra Bullock month. So we covered Speed and we're going to be covering Practical Magic for this month. So that's really fun. 
Um, and you could find us at Shit 90s Pod. And then the latest thing that's coming up is or currently happening now, I guess. Um, Succession is coming back in March. Now it's season four, and we were just notified it shall be the final season. And we noticed, you know, there's like 31 days left until the show premieres and 29 episodes. And so why not podcast about every single episode every day leading up why to Why don't it? the three busiest podcasters on Post Show Recaps <laughs> also decide to do a daily podcast every day for a month? Why not? You all right? are maniacs. <laughs> and so we are doing that. Um, so we're doing a full succession rewatch. I will say, if you have not jumped on the succession bandwagon, totally fine. These podcasts are spoiler free. So if you want to watch for the first time and listen along to the daily podcast, you certainly could do so. And we also have a form where you could send in like feedback and ratings and scores. And it's a uh, posterrecaps.com slash rate Roy. If that is something that you want to do, um, go check that out. It's a fun time. They're terrible. That episode terrible dropped in my feed and I thought it had to be a mistake. I was like, <laughs> this title cannot be right. What? Like, I know it's coming back. What? Yeah, it's and happening. Season one, episode one? No. Yeah, full rewatch, B. I was like, what are you doing to yourselves? <laughs> we have um, no self-control. I, <laughs> I will say, uh, Josh Migler famously kept telling me I would not like Succession and to probably not bother. And I think I'm somewhere in the, I'm like halfway through the third season. Maybe I'll start over and watch again yeah. along with the podcast. But I actually really like it. I find it fascinating. It um, is fascinating. It's just, it's a world of terrible, terrible people. So as long as yeah. you know that going in. And I that's think, usually you know. not my jam. I don't tend to like a show where I have no, where I'm not rooting for anybody. Yes. Um, but the like political intrigue of the financial bullshit um, is, is always fascinating fascinating to me yeah. and I'm happy to just yell at everyone for being terrible people uh so even if you think you might not like it you're watching HBO check out an episode check out the podcast and, yeah. and maybe you'll like it yeah and there'll be if you really if you you know what even if you like are like not gonna watch the show there's daily content if you need it if you're like that starved for content daily podcasts coming out we're trying to keep them short we're trying to keep them under an hour and a half most of them are probably going to be about an hour <laughs> um so push up recaps we're under an hour and a half is a short podcast we're trying our best um but yeah and you can find me at the just sterling on twitter if you would like to follow me and everything i have going on but that's it that's just a little bit just a little bit of stuff going on you know (laughs) that's that's it uh all right that's gonna be it for us this week i am hard rock hope on twitch and anywhere else you can find me um, which is not doing a podcast every single day for the next 30 days. I am uh, just going to be in my house adopting a couple of cats. There you go. Um, that, that's my life right now. Uh, so we will catch you all next week with episode seven, uh, which has a title that I had pulled up and now it's gone. It is Left Behind. Thank you. Left Behind. Season one, episode seven, Left Behind is what we will discuss next week. Until then, stay safe out there, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.